This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Holy moly, I am feeling so incredible today. In all honesty, like I know I spoke about creative burnout and some of the struggles I'd been going through due to the lockdown in the last episode, but I have good news. We are coming out of lockdown. I have a booking for a cafe lunch in two days. Holy moly, guys, like I am double vaxxed and I am ready to party. That's my little update. I'm just feeling absolutely incredible. But the thing is, I have a bone to pick with you. Well, not a bone to pick with you necessarily, but there's something that I want to talk about in today's episode, and it's the concept of work. I actually have a really exciting guest for today's episode, one of my dear friends, my previous client, someone who's absolutely smashing it, Ali Mae, and we sat down a little while ago and spoke about how to make your business feel more fun, more flowy, and really dove deep into the concept of how to earn more and quote unquote work less. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about this. I wanted to give my perspective on what it actually means to work less, because I think there is this kind of like misconception that when people talk about working less, that they are meaning putting less physical hours into something. And whilst there are many cases where this is the pursuit, you know, if you've ever read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, uh, Tim Ferriss talks a lot about how we can build these online empires, we can build these businesses that allow us to have more free time, if you will. And I put free time in, in quotation marks here because I, here's the thing. When it comes to the concept of like free time or, you know, work time versus leisure time, I think the reality is that it's all just time. And it's a matter of perspective as to how you spend that. We all have the exact same amount of hours in the day. Nobody has more, nobody has less, right? There is literally no way that we can stop time, slow time, make it go faster. It is just time. It is what it is. It is solid and it is always moving. How we choose to spend that time is a matter of perspective. And what I wanted to talk about specifically here was that when it comes to working less, in my opinion, it's not always about doing less. And by doing less, what I mean is doing less by society standards. Just listen to me. I I talk about this all the time, but 
the reality is, like I said, we all have the same amount of hours in the day and you're going to spend those hours doing something, whether it's sleeping, whether it's eating, whether it's watching Netflix, whether it's recording a podcast, whether it's going horse riding, whether it's underwater basket weaving, whatever, you're going to fill those hours doing something. Now, when it comes to the concept of working less, so much of this comes down to a matter of perspective. I wanna give you some a, a couple of tips that I have on how I work less, if you will, or how I feel like I work less. But in reality, when the outside world looks at what I'm doing and what I'm producing and what I'm creating, it still appears that I'm doing a lot of, of work. But it first of all comes down to, like I said, this perspective, right? What do you consider to be work? Now, I always use this example of running, right? Running is, for some people, hard work. It is extremely difficult. It is extremely draining. They don't enjoy it. Maybe they do it because they feel like they have to, to like lose weight or in the Muay Thai world, it's to increase your cardio fitness. You know, it's to some people, very hard work to run. To others, running is pure joy, bliss, meditation, if you will. And so the same concept or the same action to two people can be classified for one as hard work and for the other as meditation, as something that fills their soul. It's all a matter of perspective. It's all a matter of personal joy, of personal opinion, if you will. And so when it comes to your business, first of all, it's a matter of perspective as to whether you are working hard or not. Now, I don't want to be the person to create a false representation that you don't need to do anything in order to make money online. Because you do. You do. You have to do a lot of stuff. You have to build an audience. You have to be frequent with your content creation. You have to be consistent with your content creation. You have to show up. You have to create products. You have to sell. You have to launch. You have to, you know, do all the things. All of the things that are required to build a business. Now, for some people, they follow these very, very traditional concepts and ideas that anything that makes you money is work, right? But we don't live in that time space anymore. We don't live in the time space where you're punching a card, you know, you're clocking in, you're sitting down, you're doing the hours. Honestly, it is really, really important that you recognize that you have the freedom of choice. You have the freedom to be able to build a business that you enjoy so that you can work less because the things that you're doing can be classified to be leisure. And again, it all comes down to a few things. First of all, it's a matter of perspective. I wanna talk through my perspective when it comes to a lot of the stuff that I do in business. And I've shared this before, so maybe it's not new to you, but just if you haven't heard me talk about this, this is how I think about it. Let's break down what a normal week looks like for me and just like the main tasks that I do, okay? So I have a lot of client calls and the way these client calls generally run are I sit down with either a group of people or one-on-one -on -one, and I am, for the most part, talking about things that I like. You know, I'm having conversations about life, about business, about mindset. 
what else do I do? I create content, you know, my Instagram reels, my stories, again, pretty much just showing up with a camera on my face, doing a bunch of talking about a bunch of stuff that I enjoy. I'm sitting down recording this podcast now. I have team meetings. I am teaching classes. I am just talking about stuff that I enjoy. Now, what do I do in my free time? Okay, let's break this down as well. Well, I spend a lot of time either, you know, again, outside of lockdown, going for coffee with friends, having phone calls, yes, doing my like hobbies, like motorbike riding and Muay Thai and all of this stuff. But a lot of my free time is filled with having conversations with people about things that I enjoy. My perspective is that my business is my free time and my free time is my business. Like it's all joined into one. I don't see a lot of what I do as work because it's what I would do regardless of whether I was getting paid for it or not. And I have chosen to build my business in that way. I have chosen to build my business not doing things that I don't enjoy, cutting out anything that I feel like I should do just to be successful and replacing it with things that I want to do and trusting that it is going to make me successful. And by society standards, recording this podcast, having those client calls, doing launches, recording my Instagram reels is my work because I'm getting paid for it. But I'm not getting paid to have a phone call with my friend, my boyfriend, my mom, my, my whoever, you know, and yet it's still the exact same thing that's happening. You know, so it is just a matter of perspective. Just because you're getting paid something doesn't mean it has to feel like work. But it all comes down to you really embracing the concept that you're allowed to have fun and get paid for it. You're allowed to. I'm giving you permission right now. I am going to be the one to stand here and say, hey, you, stop making everything so difficult for yourself. I know this is what we do. We all do it. And I did it for such a long time. I think specifically for so many women, it comes out of this uh, uh, concept of guilt. Like so many women feel guilty if they're enjoying themselves and getting paid for it and and achieving success and growing into the version of themselves that they want to be and and it's it just working. You know, we, we try to make it difficult. We, we feel like there's all this... There's all this messaging out there that you must struggle, that you must sacrifice, that you must hustle for success. And if you don't, then you don't deserve it. You fucking deserve it. You deserve everything you want, even if it comes easy. You deserve everything that you want, relationships, business, anything in life, even if it's simple, even if it flows, and especially if it feels good. So we need to start changing our perspective on this, changing our perspective around the fact that you can achieve success in a way that feels good. And me and Ali are going to talk a little bit more about this in just a second. You can achieve success and be deserving of it, even if it's not draining the living soul out of you. And you can spend your time doing things that feel like leisure, that feel like a hobby, that feel like free time and still get paid for them. It takes time. Again, I don't want to sit here and just say you're going to find your perfect formula. It took me a long time to get to this point. It took me years, as a matter of fact, to get to this point, to break through all the mindset struggles, to actually find a combination of strategies that not only made me money, but actually did feel good. I'm not saying that this is going to be an overnight journey. You're going to have to do a shit ton of experimentation because nobody, nobody can sit here and tell you what feels good for you. I can share all the different strategies that I have used as a business coach. I can help you explore. If you join me in, let's say, Simply Business, I am 
never going to sit there and say, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this. I'm going to say, here's all the different options that I know work. How about you go off and experiment until you find something that feels good for you? It takes time. Experimenting takes time. Just like finding the quote unquote love of your life. You know, maybe you need to go through some dodgy ass dates, see all the red flags, have some horrible conversations, have some awkward walks in the park. But one day you're going to get to the point where you find the one that works for you. And maybe that doesn't work later on and then you move on and find another one it's fine you know we change we evolve we grow and it's okay to change your mind as well so don't think that any strategy that you pursue now needs to be your forever strategy either you will evolve you will grow you will become a different person and different things will turn you on at different stages of your life different things will bring you joy at different stages of your life you're never stuck you're never chained to anything you know you're not cemented in one particular strategy, but just take the time, take the time to actually explore different options. Let's break this down a little bit more so it feels a little more tangible. When it comes to content creation, I'm gonna talk about reels because you know I love them. There's so many different ways that you can create reels. You don't have to dance, you don't have to point, you don't have to do trending sounds with photos, you don't have to um, you know, do lip syncing. You could do whatever feels good for you. There's so many different options. There's so many different combinations. Do what feels good for you. When it comes to product development, you don't have to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. You don't have to do a done-for-you service. You don't have to do a course, a membership. You could do a combination. You could come up with a completely different approach. I mean, I have. Right now, I'm actually developing something that I haven't seen anybody else do. It's a combination of a creator collective and a mastermind. It's called Hype Crew. It's going to evolve into something else in the new year. But like, you know what I mean? I'm like, that feels good for me. I want to create with my with my community. I want to I want to mastermind. Yeah, but I also want to collaborate because that feels good for me. So it's about exploring. And again, this isn't an overnight thing. Finding a strategy that works good for you to the point that it's so much fun that it doesn't feel like work is going to take a process of exploration, of, of testing and trialing. And, you know, you don't know unless you try something. You don't know if you like Brussels sprouts unless you try them, right? You don't know if you like a strategy unless you try it. I won't sing again, I promise. I'm so sorry about that. I feel like your ears are probably bleeding right now. But anyway, it was just to emphasize the point, right? So taking the time to actually experiment and find strategies, do your research, look at what other people are doing, find creative muses, learn about the platforms and learn about the business options available to you. Join a mastermind, join a group with a coach that resonates with you, have conversations, but just be okay with it taking some time. Because here's the thing, I shared this on Instagram, but I would rather take two years to find a strategy that feels extremely good for me than build a business that was quote unquote financially successful from the beginning, but then makes me feel like I've pigeonholed myself, makes me feel like I've got no room for expansion, makes me feel like I'm trapped and working in my business. I don't want to work in my business. I don't want to work at all. I want to work on my business by being creative and having fun and vibing with life and for it just to work because I've let go of the expectation that I need to hustle in order to make money okay the final thing that I want to say on this before we jump into the interview um, and I'm really sorry about the sound in this podcast I realize I'm moving around a lot and I am just banging the microphone honestly I had one of those situations I don't know if anyone else has these where you so over exaggerate like I know humans just have the tendency to do this but like when someone's phone cuts out and then you don't hear from them for like two hours and then your mind is like racing like oh my god they've been in an accident something's happened and then you start freaking out like that's where I was at and then the person was messaging me heaps and I was like yeah so anyway that was all going on let me know if that's you or if I'm just like you know 
overthinking. (laughs) Anyway, the final thing that I want to say is, especially with a personal brand-based business, now this advice might not be relevant to those running other types of businesses, but with a personal brand-based business, something that will also take away so much of the quote-unquote work is making sure you are always being yourself. There is nothing more strenuous than performance. And when I say a performance, I mean acting as somebody else. You know, in social circumstances where you have to feel like, you know, you've got to put on a bit of a facade, that is so tiring. Think about that versus just hanging out with your friends and being totally, totally yourself, right? Being totally, totally yourself allows you to just drop the shoulders, drop the gut out, drop the arms, drop everything, drop the F-bombs, like whatever you need to do to just feel so relaxed and yourself and content, bring that energy online. Because the more that you perform or put on a facade, the more that you're going to attract people, networks, uh, you know, stakeholders, clients, relationships that are basing your connection with them on your facade. And therefore, you always need to keep up that facade. You know, the start of dating is so exhausting because you're like literally trying to put your best foot forward, right? And I mean, still be the best version of yourself. But when you could just be yourself, it's so much more contentful. It's so much easier. It's so much more effortless. And so when you bring that version of yourself to the table and people are still attracted to that version of you, your clients, your, again, stakeholders, like anyone that you're dealing with in business, you make it so much easier for yourself. Again, why I find my client calls so exhilarating. I don't care if they're two, three hours. Like they are exhilarating to me. I love jumping on them. I feel like I'm just hanging out with my friends. I'm blown away each time that I'm having these conversations where I'm like, I literally just feel like I've just had a two hour call with my friends and I'm quote unquote getting paid for it. You know what I mean? It's so exciting to me. But the only reason why it doesn't feel like I'm acting or performing and there's not any effort necessarily is that, those clients have been attracted to me because I am who I am. And when I swear and when I talk about sex and when I rant and, you know, when I just bring in these rambly conversations, like they already know that that's who I am and that's what they're there for. And so I don't have to perform. I don't have to be anything. So how do we actually not work, right? By society standards, you're going to work. You're going to have to put hours in to build a successful business. You have to show up. You have to be consistent. You have to be frequent. You have to do the things. How do we make those things feel joyous and pleasurable and not take so much energy and drain the energy out of you? Be yourself. Experiment to find a strategy that feels good for you. You know, go look for expanders. Look for someone whose strategy, quote unquote, intuitively feels good and try that learn from people who've already created success in that kind of way you know what I mean I've learned from so many different people coaches that I've had in the past about how to show up how to sell how to make things easy in business how to run a team I've taken little snippets from all these different people and developed my own strategy that feels so freaking good for me but then it's all about perspective right you don't have to struggle you don't have to necessarily quote-unquote hustle or sacrifice You are worthy of making a shit ton of money and having a huge impact and having this incredible, incredible business without having to suffer for it. You are deserving of having everything you want without having to suffer for it. You do not need to suffer for success. And so stop letting your subconscious mind tell you that this is the case and so that you make everything so much more difficult for ourselves. We get, we get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 
Come on, guys, tell me. What's the word I'm looking for? You know it. Talk to me. <laughs> this is why I hate podcasts. <laughs> no, I love podcasts, but like, I feel like I'm not having a conversation. We get suspicious. Be suspicious. Is that what it is? Don't be suspicious. Yeah. We get suspicious when things are easy. And then we, what we do is we self-sabotage. We try to make it more difficult, whether it be in a relationship, whether it be in business or friendship. When things are too easy, it's almost like, hmm, like when's someone going to pull the rug out from underneath me? And so what we do is we pull it out from underneath ourselves. We make it more difficult by overthinking, by procrastinating, you know, by, by thinking that, by being impatient. Oh my God, that's a huge one as well. By thinking we need a different strategy, by convincing ourselves that we don't actually like it or we're not good enough. Stop doing that. Stop Stop it. Stop doing that stuff. Okay? You are deserving of having all of the success that you want just because you are incredible, just because you want it. And it doesn't need to be difficult, right? It doesn't need to be drain the living life out of you, <laughs> the living life out of you. Okay? It can be fun and it can be joyful, especially in an online business, right? You can change your perspective in any area of life. You might be doing data entry at a call center and you can find a way to make it fun. You know what I mean? You can change your perspective in every, every area of life. But if you're doing a call center job because, you know, that's what's available to you at this time to make money and we all have to make money, you know, it's a little harder. But you're in 100% control of your business. You can work when you want. You can work how you want. You can work why you want. You literally have the choice to do it. No one's, no one's controlling this but you. And so you have the choice to make it whatever you want it to be. And so why not make it fun? Why not make it fun? All right, I feel like chicken tonight. No, I feel like I've just rambled a lot. But let's see what Ellie has to say about this after a little dance party. Let's do it. How are you? I miss you. <laughs> Sounds so Australian when you say that. Like, hi, how are hi, you? Hi, I miss you. <laughs> okay, so can we just, honestly, we have to talk about the most important thing in the entire world. Mm-hmm. How good is Jay and Silent Bob? <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Like, when I heard it, I'm like, this is like twigging a memory that I like forgot I even had in my brain. And then I was like, oh my God. This is so good. So I put on my Instagram stories for everyone listening this morning. I sang a song to Harvey. I was like, 15 bucks, little man, put that shit in my hand. And I was like, oh my God, nobody is going to know where this is from. I was like, legitimately no one. Straight away, Ali replied, she's like, my jungle love, <laughs> which is like the end of the song. <laughs> and it's so funny. I was like, then I have to go let dance to the whole song. And I was like, I'm just yeah. going to be an asshole here and like just basically the song is super rude but well I guess in yeah of mine I don't care but I was like then I'm just gonna like post my picture of my income this week as well <laughs> be even more rude I'm like this is like the perfect example of unprofessional business and being unprofessional in business I'm gonna sing to like the rudest song in the world and show my income be like yeah but also that's so on brand for you so I mean it was perfect <laughs> I loved it I loved it I loved it and Ellie and I were just talking about as well the picture of myself that I've decided to hang in my room. <laughs> she was like, only you. Only Again, you. only you. That's so your brand is to like frame a photo of yourself and put it on your wall. I would die 
Oh my I god. I'd be like, no, get it off. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a movie that that reminds me of. I cannot think of what it is. I think it's American Pie with like Stifler's mom, and she has like pictures of herself like framed oh, yeah. in her thing. <laughs> like, yeah. That's like, um, oh, what's that movie, White Chicks? Like Classic. on the movie White Chicks, where they, uh, is it Latrell, like the big guy? Like, yeah. He walks into his house and he's got like the big photo of him, like, like naked with like the fur blanket over him. And yeah. <laughs> Maybe I do that. Who knows? I want one. <laughs> For sure, I want someone. I want someone to paint me with like a leopard print <laughs> robe over my shoulder. Oh my god! Please, like, show me a photo of that. Hundred percent is happening. It's happening. Maybe, maybe I should just build a house, a rendered white house, and have like my face on the side of. The yeah, house. are you allowed to do that? I feel like people would complain. Although there'd be people that would probably really appreciate that. <laughs> I think people would complain. I don't think that would pass probably. testing. True. So, I mean, on that topic of being weird and just embracing yourself in business, I want to talk today about having more fun because honestly, I love, 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 love the way that you've just embraced like having more fun, living your life, being a badass in business in your own unique, authentic way. But specifically, something you've started talking about recently, which I am all for, you know, I'm all for, Mm -hmm. is this whole concept around working less, earning more, right? I think to some people, this feels like a pipe dream or it feels like something that is like a nice idea in theory, but Mm. you know, a lot of the people who are talking about it, the reality is like, they're actually probably doing more than they say they're doing, or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, again, I don't think people understand the concept because we've been so conditioned to think work equals the output equals income, you know, the more hours I put into something, the more likely... I am to get an income. And to a certain degree, it's got truths in it because yeah. you always do more, but does that equal happiness? So I want to talk into all of it. Talk to me about your concept of like, how does it even happen? How can someone work less, earn more? Mm, I think this is a good question. And I'm really glad that we're going to have this conversation because I do think there are a lot of people out there that don't believe it is possible or yeah. Or they do believe it's possible, but they don't believe it's possible for themselves. They can't see themselves working less and earning more. So I do think it's an important conversation to have because so many people are literally just living their life based off of, like you said, like what we've all been taught and what we've all been led to believe through our conditioning, through being kids, through high school. Like we're all taught, you know, go to school, go to university, get a job, work your ass off, work your way up. Like then when you hopefully get to 70 or 75, then you get to retire and then you get to live comfortably. Maybe. You get to, then you get to enjoy life as well, right? Yeah. And it's like, ew, that's disgusting. Like it's not. Ew. <laughs> ew. Yeah. Yeah. But it's gross. It's gross. Like the thought of it is like, it actually just that's I don't like if it. you get to 75 as well. And well, that's the other thing is like 70 to 75. Like, I mean, my concept of old is very different to when I was a kid. When I was a kid, it was like 30 year old. I'm like, oh my God, like, no, <laughs> like 90 is old. You're th- are you 30? Not yet. Almost. Uh, years. I'm 26. I'll be 27. I'm, ang- I'm, I'll be 27 at I'm angry at kid you. 30 is not old. <laughs> I saw, I know, I saw a post the other day and it was like 30 is the new 20. And I'm like, I agree. I feel like, yes. I feel like I can't wait to get to 30. You know? I saw the opposite post last night that was like, once you hit 25, you're basically 30. <laughs> Except oh. <it. laughs> <laughs> No, I like my post that I saw better. 
I mean, I honestly feel 16. So I think age is definitely a concept because here's the thing. Like I, my brother at 25 was married with a kid and like he was going gray (laughs) (laughs) and he was just an old man, like an old man at 25. And people, I still get asked for ID every single time. Not saying like, oh, look at me, I look young. I think I I do my hair young. Like I have a young energy. Like I really do think age is a it's yeah. a construct to a certain degree but it's like it really doesn't mean anything yeah absolutely there's people that are in their 70s that are like absolutely killing it bossing mm-hmm. it you wouldn't even know they were 70 and then there's people mm-hmm. in their 70s that are like oh my life's over it's like well yeah. you yeah. get to pick yeah um but anyway I feel like we got off track the we always will. <laughs> I know. I'm like hold on wait this is every conversation <laughs> um <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, so I think the thing is like, we're all taught that like, that's the way it works. As you get to 70, you get to 75, maybe if you're lucky. And then you hopefully get to enjoy your life. And like the amount of people that will get to 70 or 75, get to retirement age and not actually have that money. You know, they say you need like millions of dollars to be Mm -hmm. sitting in like your superannuation or your retirement Mm -hmm. fund. There's so many people that will never get there. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's insane. So to me, it's like, I don't want to get to that point and then get to live my life. I don't want to live my entire life waiting for one day it's like people that live for like the weekend yeah like getting through Monday like oh my god I can't wait for Friday can't wait for Friday can't wait for Friday it's like if you're running your own business like you should be enjoying every day as if it was Friday like to me like every day is Friday like Mm -hmm. I don't love one day more than the other like I'm just like Friday yeah it's Friday then (laughs) I love that I love it's the best video ever um move faster anyway <laughs> it's so good um oh God, we need to start a movement friday friday every day <laughs> it is it is and that's the thing like that's to me that's the way that business should be and so when i see people working their asses off in their own businesses that they created like i feel bad for them i'm like you yeah. don't need to be doing that like there yeah. is another way and i think the misconception around working less and earning more is that people see other people doing it and they either think a um, they're probably working more than they say they are, yeah. which there are people doing it. There are people saying work less and earn more, but then they're actually hustling and like yeah. really pushing themselves. Well, that's, that's like the thing that I see all the time is the people that say you don't have to show up on social media every day, but then they show up. They do. I know. It's like, it <laughs> doesn't, you can't like, you know what I mean? Like you've got yeah, to like walk the walk, talk yeah, the talk. Yeah, but absolutely. there's people that think that. And then there's people that think like, yeah, that's good. And maybe you can do that. But like my business is not going to work like that. So a common one that I get is, um, and I've had clients ask me this before, like you're a coach, you can do that. You can take on a couple of coaching clients, run some programs, et cetera. But like, I'm a service provider. I'm doing a service for someone. So I don't get to work less and earn more because my hours working equals money made. Yeah. And that's just where it's like, well, that's not the case because there's other ways to work less and earn more. Like, for example, if you're a service provider and you're wanting to work less and earn more, it's like instead of hourly based, package based. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the first most simple change you can make is stop yeah. trading hours for money and, and make it a package. So that's like one thing. But then the other side of it is like diversify your offers, diversify mm-hmm. your income, have other ways that people can buy from you and work with you that doesn't require so much of your active time. Yeah. So it's like we talk about like passive income. But it's like service-based is mostly active income where you actually have to like put in the time and energy. But it's like, if you can diversify it and have these other little ways that people can buy from you, purchase things from you, work with you in a lower way um, that doesn't require so much uh, like active energy and active time, 
that's one of the best ways to do it as a service provider. And obviously as a coach, it's the exact same thing. It's diversifying it, being yeah. intentional with your time, but it's, a, it's available for everyone. Like it's possible for everyone, but you have to believe it first. Have you ever read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek? No. It's on my list. It's been on my list for like three years to read, but I still haven't read it. I know. I started listening to it the other day. I was like, I'm going to finish this. This is amazing. <laughs> and then I haven't listened to it since. And here we are. <laughs> just, just me with every book. Yeah. Um, I can tell you the start. I can tell you the first two chapters of every single book. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh-huh. <laughs> the end, not so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I only bring that up because that really is what this concept is about. You know what I mean? But then I guess one thing that I did learn from the first two chapters of that book, by the way, mm-hmm. um, is there's such an attitude that goes into this as well, right? Because like you said, first of all, you've got to believe that it's possible for you. And I love that you dived into the strategy of like, diversifying upping your prices changing your packages like this is so simple which I don't think people that people fail to believe that if there's a model out there a model can be modeled like if somebody else is doing it and they have a similar niche or even a different niche like you can take what's already working and apply it to your own business it's not copying by taking someone's structure you take their words their pictures their all that stuff that's a different story but you know what I mean to to say Mm -hmm. like wow that person has this high ticket package and then this offer and that offer, like, let me create something a similar way. Let me structure my business similarly. But I feel like there's some type of like attitude that goes into this as well, because I don't know, what's your philosophy on, I don't even know what I'm necessarily trying to ask here beyond. There's so many deadlines and milestones that people are putting pressure on themselves to achieve in business, the hundred K year, And then it's got to be the million dollar year. Like first it's the 10K month. Then it's the six figure year. Then it's the seven figure year. Then it's probably, I don't even know what's beyond that math. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But like (laughs) everyone's trying to achieve these specific milestones. And when it comes to like working less and earning earning more, like to where comes in understanding your own personal values and like what you actually need to live a good life and what pure joy in business looks like for you. Because it's going to be different for everyone, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is there are people that um, the concept of working less and earning more, just it doesn't, they don't vibe with it. They don't like the idea of it because some people actually like working all the time. Like some of the coaches that I've worked with have been incredible business coaches and they've loved working like twice, if not three or four times the amount that I do. And that's okay because everyone has their own way of running business. So it's like understanding that you get to do it the way that you want to do it. But like, it comes down to how you want to live your life because ultimately I don't want to live my life, you know, where I'm constantly working. I don't want to live my life where I'm constantly on my phone or on my computer. And like, I mean, I guess I am constantly on my phone because like, if I'm not like creating content or supporting my clients, I'm probably scrolling TikTok or something stupid. Let's face it. I mean, guilty. Guilty but, same. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't want to be constantly on in my yeah. business. That's yeah. my thing. It's like, um, you know, I really value time with myself. Mm-hmm. I just time, I, I really value time in the garden, time with my dogs, time to sleep in, time yeah. to chill out in the afternoons. Like I really value downtime. I really value time with my family, with my close like friends and family and loved ones. Like, so for me, if Jai's home from work and, you know, he works a typical day job, like 7.30 to 4.30, if he's home and I'm on coaching calls, I don't like that because yeah. I'm like, your home this is time we could be together or like on weekends like I don't want to be doing stuff on weekends I don't want to be 
you know, working on my business, I really want to be present. And like, we're renovating our house. We're planning our wedding. Like I'm, I'm in the garden constantly. Like I want to be grounded and focused in each task that I'm doing. So if that's business tasks, then I'm focused on business. If it's life stuff then I'm focused on that, I don't want to be thinking about in the back of my head, Oh, I've quickly got to do this thing or I could go to do that. Like I've been in that situation where, when I was, um, you know, earlier on in my coaching journey, I was like, you know, eating dinner and then I would get a message from a client and because I had notifications on, I'd be like, yeah. oh, I'll just quickly reply and Jai's talking to me and he just goes, what are you doing? Like, listen, like I'm talking yeah. to you and I'm like, whoa, like yeah. this has got to change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he's my partner. Like he deserves my attention. I mean, clients deserve attention obviously, but at the right time. Yeah. So it's like, it's balancing um, growing your business and establishing your business and making money and supporting your clients and all of that. But it's understanding that if it's not allowing you to live the life you want to live, is it really worth it? hundred percent. I really like that philosophy as well, because I think that we live and, you know, we both obviously said (laughs) being a little bit addicted to like TikTok and stuff is for sure part of the problem here. But in saying that, I think one of the biggest issues with deep connection and happiness and fulfillment and joy and focus and so many of the really natural things that we're supposed to be able to do uh, is this economy of distraction, society of distraction. And what you're describing is not by any means disadvantaging your clients. All you're saying here is that your partner deserves 100% focus when you're in that moment having dinner together. But yeah. similarly, that if you were on a client call and, you know, something else was dry, like, you know, scratching at your attention, then you wouldn't focus on that. Like in the moment, it's just about being present and being focused with what requires your attention at that particular point in time. So yeah. you're not constantly pulled in 17 different directions and just giving your life over to overwhelm. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing, because I have such strong boundaries with my business and with my life. Yeah. When I go into, let's say WhatsApp to support my clients, I don't open it just for shits and giggles. I don't open it to just be like, Oh, who's Check if anything's there. I don't do that. Like I go in there with the intention that I'm ready to be a coach. I'm ready to support. I'm ready to mentor. That's my boundary. And if I'm in there, nothing, like I don't have the TV on, I'm not focusing on something else. I'm like, this is my time for my clients. Yeah. You deserve this for me. And then it's the same with my life. So if I'm in the garden, I'm in the garden. Like I'm yeah. in the garden, like my phone's over there. I might take a photo or a boomerang, share it on Instagram stories, but that's yeah. it. I'm like, I'm yeah. in the garden. This is my space. So yeah. it's just like having those boundaries and holding, holding yourself to those boundaries, I think is really important both ways. How do you develop those boundaries though? Where do they come from? Because they're going to be different for everyone. So how yeah. does someone understand? Because like you said, some people kind of, some people do just have a chaotic mind where like being in the garden and responding to a client, it's their vibe, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, how does one understand the best way to, that sounded so formal. How does one understand, <laughs> how does one understand whom they should focus on? Got it. <laughs> that was right. Um, but how, do, how does someone understand like where, what boundaries to set to live a good life? Mm, so it is different for everyone because everyone desires to live a different life and everyone desires to run their business in a different way. It comes back to who are you? What do you value? What type of life do you want to live? How do you want to support your clients? How do you want to grow your business? Because there is no one size fits all. And there are so many different structures you can go, uh, you can go down or so many roads you can go down. There are so many ways that you can 
you know, structure your offers and structure your um, days. Like you can work five days a week, but only a couple of hours a day, or you can work two days a week, full days, like, yeah. or you can work every day, full days, whatever floats your boat. doesn't test well. for me. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you've got, yeah, you've got to try it out. You've got to see what works for you. But then it's really about identifying, well, yeah, who am I? What do I value? What do I value the most? What are my priorities in my life? What are my priorities in my business? And then it's from there deciding like, okay, I'm going to try out this way. I'm going to try out this way. That worked. That didn't. That felt good. That didn't. And then basically from there, it's like you're like a little, you know, Albert Einstein experimenter. Then from there you work out like, okay, now I know my um, blueprint. Now I know my roadmap. And then you make that a priority. And so if you see, so for me, if I give a good example is like, for me, I really value that time to just like downtime, right? So like in the garden, playing PlayStation, whatever. For me, that's my uh, one of my priorities in my life. But another priority in my business is my clients and is content. They're like two mm-hmm. things, so clients, content, and then obviously selling, but you don't get clients if you don't sell. Mm-hmm. So I put them under the same thing. So for me, it's like every day I'm prioritizing my downtime by making sure that in my life, I have that space for it. And every day I'm making sure that I prioritize content and I prioritize my clients anything that doesn't fall into any of those categories, I'm looking at and being like, okay, does this need to be done? Yeah. Is this moving my business forward? Is this actually making me happy? Mm -hmm. And if it's not, it's like assess it. Like, why do I think I need to do it? Too many people are working on shit in their business that they don't need to worry about. Like wasting time, wasting time doing it. Yeah. And they're wondering why they work so hard. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. And that's so many people do it. And they're like, I don't know. Like, I'm working like 40, 50 hours a week in my business and I just don't know how I can cut it down. I'm like, show me your to-do list because if you can figure out how to find like 40 to 50 hours of work in your business a week, you've got an issue. Like you need to raise your rates. You need to take on less clients. You need to like get rid of half the shit on your to-do list. Yeah. Because I used to work on a heap of shit that didn't need to be done, but it's like, you've got to look at it from the perspective of like, is this moving my business forward? Is it making me money? And is it even making me happy? Because yeah. if it's something that needs to be done, outsource it. Yeah. Spend the money, outsource it. Get someone yeah. else to do it. If it doesn't need to be it's done, get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny as well because when some people say to me, oh, like this style of business anyway, obviously there's like lots of different businesses. But when people are saying to me, yeah, I'm working like 50 hours a week, a week on my business. I'm like, on what? On what? I what don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like I really don't understand how people are working 50 hours a week on this kind of business either things are taking you way too long which Mm -hmm. I understand in the beginning you know for someone to film a reel might take 30 seconds and then for another person it might take three days because there's like you know I get that but that's not that's not 60 hours of work that's probably Mm -hmm. 10 hours of work that's actually producing a result and 50 hours of procrastination and uh-huh. self-doubt and rumination and yeah. re-recording and stuff like that. That's not, mm-hmm. it's, it feels like work because you're being busy, but it's mm-hmm. not work that's producing a result. So what uh-huh. you're saying is like, get those priorities in straight, know what's going to need move the needle in your business mm-hmm. and anything that falls outside of that or anything that's just taking way longer than it should, you need to assess and make, make a different, a different action plan. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and like they're all the things that um you know when I think about what I used to work on in my business that yeah. and I say work on as in like in air quotes work on in my business because yeah. it wasn't really work yeah it is things like re-recording Instagram stories if you like accidentally hiccup or you say something wrong or you sneeze or whatever it's like who fucking cares you're a human just being it. just post, post it, it. 
Like just post it. You know hashtag what I mean? just post it. <laughs> <laughs> That's our movement. Hashtag, hashtag it's Friday, just post it. <laughs> You're just like coming up with like a bajillion movements. Honestly, I feel like if anyone's listening to this, this right now, you need to tag me and you need to tag Ali and you need yeah. to tag hashtag it's Friday, just post it. Just post something, post a picture of anything right now yeah. and tag that. Uh-huh. Bonus <laughs> points if it's your dog. I'll be like forever yes. grateful yeah. if it's your dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the thing is like, these were all the things that I used to do is like re-recording Instagram stories and like fussing over like stupid shit, like a sales page. I'm like, oh, should I put that section there? Or that? It's like, just post it. Like just yeah. put it up, get it out there. Stop giving into perfectionism. Cause that's another thing that really holds people back is when it comes to the mindset side of it. Cause here's the thing, this is what I was going to say. Working less and earning more strategically is like you know, focus on the things that are going to move your business forward, take on less clients, charge higher rates, diversify your income, have strong boundaries. But then majority of the rest of it is really just mindset, which is mm-hmm. pretty much business. But it's it's really mindset. And it's like understanding it's possible, believing it's possible for you. But then the other side of it is like understanding that you get to work less and earn more just as much as everyone else does. But you've got to remember that it's not going to happen strategically if like your mindset is not there with it. So for me, it's like when I used to, um, you know, re-record stories, it came from mindset perfectionism. Mm -hmm. It came from lack of confidence, lack of self-trust, not believing that people were going to see me as a human being. Like, I think you're such a great example of someone who builds a personal brand in a way that is so different to so many people in the industry because you are so real and you are so ridiculous and so fun And it's like watching a movie when you go to your Instagram stories, like, oh my God, what is she up to today? Like what, like, you know what I mean? Like it's infectious. That's the word. So it's like, you've got to have these beliefs that the way that you get to do it is right for you and is right for your business because too many people are trying to like be perfect and that's what's stopping them from working less and earning more. Too many people are trying to be affordable to everyone and that's stopping them from working less and earning more. So it's like, there's all these mindset things like, that are ruminating below the surface that are actually what's holding people back. Cause strategically it's pretty simple to do. Yeah. Create a new product, launch, raise the prices, yeah. get better clients, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love you. I really do. <laughs> I like 10 movements. <laughs> what are you doing in, in, in life and business right now? Like just tell us what you've got going on. Um, Pretty much. Working, working less than earning more. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, um. Playing PlayStation. Pretty, <laughs> what are you playing? Pretty much, pretty much. No, I don't do a lot. I mean, I always say like, it's such no, a. No, I mean, what have you got to offer? Like the people. <laughs> oh, um, what have I got to offer? I mean, all the things. I mean, private coaching. I've got a masterclass. I mean, I'm doing the things, but living yeah. my life yeah. is mostly what I do. But yeah, I've got private coaching. Um, I've got one spot left for this year, which is exciting. I'm loving that. that's my favorite way to support my clients. And then yeah. I've got, yeah, a new masterclass out, which is all about hitting six figures. Nice. How I did that in my first year. Super wow. fun. I'm so excited. So that's happening next week. So I'm just like, yay. I cannot uh, wait. That's sick. Okay. And then what are you playing on PlayStation? Um, I like Destiny 2. It's a really old game. I'm still on PS4. I haven't got a PS5 yet because, I mean, limited stock, you know you know the drill but I don't know the drill I don't even have a console (laughs) I just want I want something just to play DDR on and I don't even know what it comes on (laughs) what game is that DDR Dance Dance Revolution you buy like the actual mat and (gasps) so you know Dance Dance Revolution that's at like like with that you can buy like a mat 
Fur pony. Yeah. For home. Oh my god. I used to have one when I was a kid. It was so good. Oh my god. And I, I used to have guitar here as well. Oh, that's a good game. I miss that. That was the, like the highlight of like being a kid was like playing Guitar Hero and like um on the dance side of things, Just Dance. Did you ever play yeah, that? Classic. Yeah, Just Dance. so fun. Just Dance is on the Apple TV. Is it? Like, yeah, you just hold like the remote. It's not as fun. You want oh. to do the feet thing. So yeah, you want to get right into it. Yeah, I used to have that on the um, Xbox with like, is it Kinetic or something like that? It's like anyway, there was like a webcam type thing, and like you yeah. would move your whole body. We used to play that when we were like drunk on like Friday and Saturday nights as like 20 year olds. It was like the best. <laughs> okay. So really, I mean, just don't forget everything we've said. The way to work less and earn more is to watch Jay and Silent Bob mm-hmm. play Dance Dance Revolution yep. and get drunk. Pretty much. That's that's yeah. It. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and that everyone is how you work less and earn more absolutely and go follow ali and go fill up her last coaching spot and her masterclass <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you so much i love this was so much fun i love you i love you i love you everyone oh, go follow i will leave all of the links below and we'll see you soon yay thank you not gonna lie that was a couple of weeks ago that i recorded that episode because again creative slump go listen to the last episode if you haven't already but holy crap, that was fun. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? See what I mean? See what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> that was work for me. That was work. Like sitting down and having that conversation about Jay and Silent Bob and getting, you know, photos framed of ourselves. That was my job. That was what I get paid for. That's the work that I do in the world. And like, that was so much fun. Listening to it, re-listening, recording this podcast, all of it, all of it is so much fun. I also don't want to create the false narrative that you're not going to have down days. You could be totally, totally in love with someone and they're still going to piss you off sometimes. You know what I mean? It's not always going to be sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. But just like in life, we choose a partner that for the most part makes us feel good, supports us. We have joy with. We can do that in business as well. It doesn't have to be this, this like suffering, endless suffering and, and, and exerting ourselves it can be joyous. It can be fun. It can be brown. It can be blue. It can, no, you can't. Wait, yeah, it can be whatever. Uh, I don't know how that song goes. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is do the things to find a business strategy that works for you. And that, my friend, is how you will never work. I hope you enjoyed my clickbait title. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're going to go out there and take the time that you need to work on your mindset, to find a strategy that feels good for you. If you need help, If you need help, come join me in Simply Business. Come join me in my one-on-one coaching program. I will help you find a strategy that feels good for you. I am not the type of coach that says, hey, here's my drag and drop templates. Here's my drag and drop blueprint. Only do this, only do that. I am the type of coach that like your guide, like your mentor will guide you. I don't know why I'm a ghost as well. I'm a ghost, Um, but I will be your your mentor, your your leader, your teacher who will help you find something that feels good for you. And I am relentless in the pursuit of helping my clients do that. So let's talk. Let's chat. Come talk to me on Instagram. How did this episode make you feel? Do you agree? Do you not agree? Where are you at right now? I love, love, love to connect with this community. So please reach out to me. I love having this conversation more than anything. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back on that podcast bandwagon. And I'll see you in the next episode.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.